The AI Today podcast, produced by Cognolytica, cuts through the hype and noise to identify what is really happening now in the world of artificial intelligence. Learn about emerging AI trends, technologies, and use cases from Cognolytica analysts and guest experts. Hello, and welcome to the AI Today podcast. I'm your host, Kathleen Mulch. And I'm your host, Ron Schmelzer. And one of the things that we've been hearing from our listeners and also those of you who are visiting us, maybe some sometimes for the first time, is that you're doing searches to find information that's helping you with your AI projects. Many of you are AI solution providers putting AI into practice for yourself or your customers. And one of the most common searches we see are for what are the top 10 reasons why AI projects fail on the one hand, and also what are the eth- considerations I need to have for ethical AI? It continues to to be one of our top inbound searches. And maybe you're even finding this podcast when you're looking for what do I need to think of when I need to put uh, a trustworthy AI system together? Because you start thinking about all the different trustworthy AI issues and you realize, wait a second, it's not just one thing or two things or even three things. There's a lot of things wrapped up. And you might start to, well, think about all the things you don't already know. Fortunately, we have you covered because we've already done a lot of this thought leadership for you where we have put together not only all the things you need to concern yourself with trustworthy AI, but also categorize it in a very logical way. Exactly. You know, a few years ago, uh, because we've been doing this podcast now for many years since 2017, uh, people were really just excited about AI, thinking about all the possibilities about how you could apply AI. As they became more comfortable with it or maybe, you know, had one or two AI projects under their belt at their organization, now the it, the conversation evolved into how can I ethically do this? You know, how can I have trustworthy AI? Because you don't want to spend all this money, time, and resources on your AI projects only to have people not trust them and not use them and have them, you know, maybe uh, violating certain laws and regulations. So we came up, you know, we analyzed many different trustworthy and ethical AI, uh, you know, frameworks that were out there and what different organizations and government agencies had published. And we came up with the five layers of trustworthy AI so that as you are going about with your AI projects, you can be thinking about these. And we also have a framework that is a companion to this, and we'll link to that in the show notes, so that you can go through and really be answering specific questions to make sure that uh, you are building trustworthy AI systems. So the first layer that we'll be talking about is ethical AI. And this really uh, are the things that you should or shouldn't be doing. And we think about these as guidelines. So as you're building your AI projects, there's a series of questions that you should be asking when it comes to ethical AI to make sure that you're addressing all of that. Yeah. And so the things that are covered in here are obviously the, the, the big ones, right? Do no harm, right? That is a core ethical thing because this is stuff that's clearly right versus wrong. We don't want machines that harm people. And of course, the thing about harms is that there's many different kinds of harms. There's, of course, physical harms if it's a physical machine. But what if it's a software bot that's making a decision as to whether or not you should go to jail or whether or not you should get a loan or any of these things? You can cause uh, freedom harms, you can cause emotional harm, you can cause financial harm, you can cause mental harm, you can cause even environmental harm, a machine deciding, hey, yeah, let's dig a big 
you know, trench here in the middle of something, you know, you, you can, or just the process of using AI itself could be very environmentally uh, problematic. So the way that we deal, so there's a lot of things we need to think about. We have a whole uh, podcast, as we do for all of these layers, a whole podcast on ethical AI considerations, as there are more than you might have thought about. And as Kathleen mentioned, the way that we address, how do we address do not harms is, well, we have to come up with guidelines and guardrails, things that basically say, do not implement AI this way, either at all, because it's just unethical, or if you do implement it, you need strict guardrails to prevent it from doing these harms. And that's how we can solve those, those issues. So the next layer of, of, of trust with AI, because not just about the high-level ethical stuff, it's the responsible stuff. So responsible AI is about doing things the right way and being careful in the way that we do those things. It may be ethically okay to, say, do facial recognition, which is neither good nor bad, but there may be irresponsible ways of doing it, and it's a responsible ways of doing it. And these are there are many things that are all wrapped up into this layer of responsible AI. Exactly. And so, you know, we want to make sure that we're building AI for a positive purpose. We also want to make sure that it's law abiding. And this may seem obvious, but depending on, you know, where you are now and where you want to be, if you're only operating within one region, but you want to expand, you know, globally or even to different regions, make sure that you do understand all those laws and regulations so that you are uh, moving forward with that. Another big area with responsible AI that's always important to address is you want to avoid workforce disruption. And by this, we mean major workforce disruption, where you don't want to be building AI systems with the goal of having mass unemployment. So these, you know, really are uh, different things that you need to be paying attention to at that responsible AI level. We also have our transparent AI level. So this is where we want to provide visibility into how it's being done. Things like assessments, where we want to have visibility into the AI data, right? We talk about data is the heart of AI. So whenever possible, make sure that you have visibility into that data. With Also, we want to be addressing bias measurement and mitigation. We want to be mitigating bias as much as possible. So in order uh, you know, to do that, you want to also make sure that you have open systems and human decisions and provide disclosure and respect consent whenever possible. This is really important because you don't want to be tricking your users and having them interact with AI systems when you're being misleading or not letting them know. So just provide that disclosure whenever you can so that you have people feel comfortable using your systems. Because at the end of the day, that's what we're talking about here, right? We want to be building that trust and have trustworthy AI so that they, uh, you know, whoever it is that's using this feels comfortable and confident using it. Right. And I think that's why it's important to understand this as layers, because on the one hand, we're, we, we may be doing something that's ethically okay, and we may be doing it even in a responsible way, facial recognition, let's say. But if I'm not telling people how I'm using your data, if I'm not telling people how I might be sharing your data, or maybe I'm not telling people where maybe a data may have come from, if I'm doing some sort of recognition system, you may lose them at this layer of trust. You might say, well, I might trust that you're not doing something unethical. I might trust that you're being responsible, but I don't trust you and so these other ways. And so that's why we need to address it at this layer, even if the other layers are properly addressed. 
And it, this is what we call a systemic issue of, of trust. It's the way that we run and manage our systems. It's not a societal issue, and it's not a lower-level issue. It's just, hey, we need to have transparency, and that has to do with our systems, the, what we information we share, disclosures, things like that. And that sort of brings us to the next lower level. So let's just say I've already kind of doing things in an ethical, responsible, and transparent way, I could still lose trust if I let our AI systems go unmanaged. So basically, this idea of governed AI. We need ways to audit our systems, measure them, regulate them, guide them, secure them, and provide processes by how new things are created, how we version our systems. And these are things like practices and processes. Because if I say set it and forget it, for example, an AI system with a facial recognition that might have been okay yesterday might not be okay tomorrow. All of a sudden, it might go off the rails. And we actually talked about this in a previous uh, podcast and in our newsletters where this is exactly what happened at Rite Aid where they had a facial recognition system. It might have been okay. They had a lot of issues with data. They had a lot of issues with bias. But the biggest problem is they had no controls. Uh, the employees, they blindly trusted the system when it said somebody was a potential shoplifter. They had no controls for how new data got into the system. People were taking photos from their cameras and using that as training data. No processes, no procedures. This is where they really got into trouble. And so this is why we're saying this is another layer. And there's many things we need to consider here at this governed AI layer that have to do with these processes, procedures, controls, assessments, tests, and even things like training. Uh, which is, again, where Rite Aid got into trouble. They didn't even train their employees how to use the system, how to respond to it. And so, of course, if you have a good, trustworthy AI framework, which we'll talk about it, you're going to address all these issues of trust at this layer of trustworthy AI. Exactly. And in the governance layer is also contestability, where if the AI system makes, you know, com comes to a decision, you need to have some contestability where whoever it is that was impacted is able to, you know, escalate this and talk to a human. In Rite Aid's case, for example, uh, you know, what happened, right? You were accused of shoplifting and where did this go? Um, so that's why you end training, like Ron said, major, you know, because you want to make sure that anybody who's using this system knows how to use it, which, again, you would think seems super obvious. And then people go and implement these systems with absolutely zero training and just expect that their <laughs> employees are going to know how to use it. They don't. So that obviously, you know, ruined a lot of trust. And the last layer in the trustworthy AI is interpretable and explainable AI. So you want to be able to understand system behavior and make black boxes less so. So when it comes to machine learning and deep learning in particular, that it really, you know, it's called black box technology, where we're not able to go in and really understand how it came to the decision that it did, where if we've programmed something, for example, then we know exactly how it works. Or if we have automated something, we know exactly how it works as well, because we're just repeating a repetitive task. But as we, you know, bring intelligence into things and, and depending on, uh, you know, what it is that we're using, like I said, uh, some of these are considered black box technologies. So we want to be as explainable as we can. And this includes algorithmic explainability. And when we can't explain, how can we interpret it? So how can we provide, you know, uh, 
explain like a level of explanation that a human would understand and also root cause explanations. So these really are important. And as you're building a comprehensive, trustworthy AI framework, you need to be addressing all of these layers. That's why we present it as all of these layers where you really shouldn't just be focusing on one, but you need to be focusing on all. Because at the end of the day, like we keep saying, this is to build trustworthy AI systems. Yeah. And I think that when you think of them as layers, is that if we address each of these at those layers, and we address them in different ways, as Kathleen mentioned, these issues of explainable AI, that's really more of a technical thing where we need to get some sort of technical explanation why the system came up with some answer at that particular time. But that doesn't address issues of societal ethics, which are do no harm, doesn't address issues of having the right practices and processes in place to test and manage our systems, doesn't even address guardrails for how we can prevent our systems from doing the wrong things or responsible use or issues of data privacy, aspects of transparency and openness and sharing. These are all very different issues. And I think when people start thinking about these things, they go to websites and they read them, it, it becomes overwhelming. And you're like, oh, I got to I gotta deal with this problem and I have to deal with this problem. And uh, some of these things are good for my machine learning people. Some of these things are for my privacy people. Some of these things are for my business people. How do I get all these things in a row? And that's where we came from when we were putting together these uh, these these layers of AI and, of course, this trustworthy AI framework, we were coming at this point that you can't address everything at the same time with the same set of situations. What you really need to do is come up with a framework, which is your personal framework that guides how you will run and manage your AI systems, the ones you build, the ones you buy, the ones you partner, the ones you use. And you come up with this framework, which guides your behaviors, guides the decisions you make. It guides the, the steps you take. It even guides how you respond to issues. It guides how you deal with laws and regulations. It guides all of the ways that you manage it. Every organization of the future that's using AI must have some sort of trustworthy AI framework at some point. The ones that aren't are running completely uh, at the whim and mercy of the benevolence of their AI systems and lawmakers and regulators who will maybe not notice what they're doing. But that's irresponsible. And at the end of the day, to maintain a trustworthy AI system, you really need to be taking control of all these, these different layers of AI and basically going through them and going through all the things you need to consider, some things you may need to consider now, some things in the future, and you need to have a way to respond to it. And that's what the trustworthy AI framework is. And fortunately, we provide some training and even a certification for those who are looking to build and manage trustworthy AI frameworks. Exactly. Because, you know, as Ron said, any organization that wants to, that wants to or is using AI systems really needs a trustworthy AI framework in place because without it, they are going to get into a lot of trouble. And if they're not in trouble now, they definitely will later. So we are have come up with a trustworthy AI certification. And we also have a free intro to trustworthy AI. So you can go to cognolitica.com slash trustworthy. And I will link to that in the show notes as well, so that you can take either the free intro or you can sign up for our trustworthy AI certification. 
And with that, I know we have a lot to link in the show notes, so I'll link some of the podcasts that we reference. I will link the Trustworthy AI, and I will also link our CPMAI certification that helps you run and manage AI projects the right way. We also have a free intro to CPMAI. You can go to aitoday.live slash CPMAI, and I'll link to that as well. With that, we'd like to thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Please make sure to uh, subscribe to AI Today if you haven't done so already. And also make sure to rate us. We love to hear from our listeners. So you can rate us on your favorite podcast platform or you can reach out to us. You can go to Cognolytica.com. You can email us at info at Cognolytica.com or find us on LinkedIn. Like this episode and want to hear more? With hundreds of episodes and over 3 million downloads, check out more AI Today podcasts at AIToday.live. Make sure to subscribe to AI Today if you haven't already on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google, Amazon, or your favorite podcast platform. Want to dive deeper and get resources to drive your AI efforts further? We've put together a carefully curated collection of resources and tools handcrafted for you, our listeners, to expand your knowledge, dive deeper into the world of AI, and provide you with the essential resources you need. Check it out at aitoday.live slash list. This sound recording and its contents are copyright by Cognolytica. All rights reserved. Music by Matsu Gravas. As always, thanks for listening to AI Today, and we'll catch you at the next podcast.